professional painters know, waiting between coats for trim, doors, and cabinets to dry is time out of your day and money out of your pocket. Bear Premium Cabinet and Trim Enamel from The Home Depot lets you finish faster. With excellent flow and leveling, it dries to the touch in one hour. And less dry time means less downtime. Bear Premium Cabinet and Trim Enamel, just $39.98 a gallon. And that's before the Pro Extra discount. Only at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Available in-store and online. This season, a full heart doesn't mean a full house. We're still gathering, just virtually. And we're still connecting, safely. Traditions keep us close, even when we can't be together. Think big, plan small. Let's save lives, Columbus. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Tiva Tash podcast. I hope you all had a beautiful holiday with your families, however you were able to celebrate. I feel like although I had some much-needed time off, I'm still very much recovering from what the pandemic has brought me in terms of stress and anxiety. Um, I think it's hard for me to relax because by the time I actually relax, I'm going back to work the next day, which is the case for today. So you'll probably hear on this episode I'm super tired and whiny, um, but thankfully my boyfriend Nick was able to carry the episode for me. And we talk reflection on the year, what we hope for the new year, and just some fun tangents. So please welcome back my boyfriend, Nick. Hello. Hello. What's up? Coming to you live, 30 pounds over my weight from Christmas. No way. Probably. I don't think so. Uh, Feels like it. I probably ate. Most I've eaten all year in this one week, probably. Think so? Definitely. Less than quarantine, for sure. But there's a lot of people in the same boat. Well, that's why you're here. To help the people. Give the people what they want. I guess so. I guess so. So you want to talk about? So you want to take it? I'm actually not in the mood to record today at all, but we're here. We're doing it, and that's how it's going to go. But we're here to talk about new year, new goals, new me. I think a lot of people would be setting uh, big goals this year because of uh, the year that's transpired. Really? I would think people have like less expectations for the year. Do you mean for next year? Yeah. Well, obviously. I don't think so. I think that a lot of people are ready for a fresh start. I know, but we're still on lockdown until the beginning of January. So how can you do a fresh start if you're still locked down? Well... True. But I think here, at least in BC, it's a lot better than in other places. I know, but when you look at people on Instagram and stuff, like all like my housewives and stuff that I watch, they all had Christmas with their families. Yeah. Like, that's not fair. Well, true. So there's a lot of people here. They just didn't say anything about it. But a lot of people in the U.S. too have, like, COVID, like, home tests that they do. Oh, I don't know anything about those. I, well, I'm just telling. I'm telling you what I've seen. What do you mean by that? What does that they mean? look like a. It actually looks like a like a pregnancy stick, and then it's like one line for positive or like no line for negative or something like that. Really? Yeah, and it's like this big. It's like a couple inches big or something. Like that. Instant too. Yeah, I think it takes like five minutes. I think. Oh yeah. I swear I've seen them for sure. So we're here to talk about new goals right new year new goals i'm like not down for the new goals though what do you mean like you and i have talked about like goals that we're gonna do this year and i'm just like 
Maybe just because I'm in, a, in like in a meh mood today. Like I'm tired today. I feel like today's like the first day that I haven't been with like any family. I'm home like by myself aside with like people being downstairs in the garage or whatever. But like this is my chilled. I've been in bed all day. It's one of those days. I was also like, and I, I feel like I sound really tired. Maybe so. Or do you think I sound lazy? You always sound lazy. <laughs> but anyways, it's so I think with the new goals, I think that, I think where people, a lot of people go wrong is that a lot of people try to change too much at once. And I found that when I was dieting or anything is that if you start off too fast, too quick, you have nowhere to go from it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I also find that, like, yeah, that's, that's totally fair. I agree with that statement. Because when I change things like too many things all at once like especially when it comes to like dieting or stuff I always like binge like if I do it for too long and I don't give myself like that break of like a cheat meal or of an activity that I want to do or whatever like I'll binge like for instance with dieting like if I any diet I've done naturopath diet keto one meal a day like anything I've tried if I go too long without, like, giving myself a break of, like, a cheat or something that I feel like I want to eat, I will binge for three days. At least. Three days minimum. Yeah. And then it throws me off. Like, I feel like I've been thrown off since, like, probably end of, Mar- end of March. <laughs> probably, like, end of November. I think what some people go through as well is, like, if they have... Some people, if they fall off a little bit, because, like realistically if you're even on a diet or something and let's say you have one cookie that's not going to throw off your whole diet but the problem is with people is that as soon as they go off the rails with one thing it's a cascading effect (laughs) and then it becomes like an ice cream and uh (laughs) the next day it's candy again and it's like well because i already ate bad last time i might as well eat bad for breakfast and it's like a cascading effect right i think that's with a lot of people but i'm the type that if i eat bad for breakfast like let's say if i have like bread or something where I'm like if I have non-gluten free bread okay let's just give my personal example non-gluten free bread the anxiety I have from eating it which I cause myself let's not get it twisted but I'm like well if I had gluten glutened bread is that how you would say it gluten bread gluten I don't I guess so what is gluten gluten it's a grain it's it has to do with what's in wheat and stuff no I was joking no like from the Kardashians? Oh. Uh, she even know what gluten is? I don't know is? the Kardashians. I don't. Okay, anyways. Anyways. Nobody knows what gluten is. It's not the point. Anyways, the anxiety I get from eating it is like, oh, well, if I'm having pasta for dinner, like, whatever, I already had non-gluten-free bread. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I try to restart for the next day, and then it just, it's like a, what did you say? What did you call it? A cascading effects like a waterfall right it just keeps going and going but i think that it's good to have if you're gonna have some sort of off something that's off the plan if you do have a plan it is better to have it at the last meal of the day because then at least if you've had something bad you go to bed and then it's done you start new the next morning it's like a fresh start the next morning because i think if you start your day with something bad the whole day is going to be bad that makes sense yeah well i've gotten out of the whole like i don't usually stop for coffee in the morning anymore 
Whereas, like, for a long time, I would say probably since I was in, like, high school, like, grade 8, I had stopped every morning for coffee. Every morning. Regardless of the date, that's what would happen. So, to get out of, like, that, I feel like was really hard for me, but I don't do that anymore. But then when I find that I work too much and I don't have time to, like, prep either food or, like, breakfast or anything like that, that's where I find where I start to slip is when I'm tired or when I, like, just don't have time. And I know you're like, yeah, you have to make time. Well, everybody Which has time. I get time. it, I get it. But, like, when you're working till, like, let's say, like, three in the morning, okay, because that's sometimes I do that. I work till 3, 8, 3 4 a.m. And then I sleep until, you know, 11 or 12 and I start at 2 o'clock. I don't have time. But I get up, do all your stuff that you need to do, and then go to work. Well, if you worked at if you worked till three a.m. the day before, you probably started sometime in the afternoon that day. Not all the time, though. Well, if you work, usually there's a couple hours where you can make meals for the next two days if you know that's gonna what what you're gonna have know, to do. But I don't like that because we've tried. You've tried that with me. Like Nick has literally done every diet with me. Every so often we go through. I go through. This, like, okay, Nick, you have to help me. And for those who don't know, Nick has done, like, a bodybuilding show. He's very, like, health and fitness and all of the, you know, the journey and the gym and, you know, all that bullshit. But, like, I'm not like that at all. I get, like, the most anxiety going to the gym. I can't, I can't do it. Anyways, what was I saying? (laughs) You were talking about making prepping meals. Yeah, you're, like, you're, like, really good about that. Like, Nick boils chicken and for those who haven't heard this story when Nick started dieting for his first like bodybuilding show he would eat like literally nothing boiled chicken fish like what you're supposed to eat but Nick to this day continually eats it and I'm a little bit fed up with it because it smells so bad that I literally could throw up every time I smell chicken now um and I can't pre-make meals like if I I have to make something either the night before or the day of. I cannot do it like three days later because I've done diets like that where we've meal prepped for five whole days and I get to that fourth or fifth day and I'm like, I'd rather not eat, to be honest. I'd rather starve. Well, that's a good thing then. Maybe you wouldn't eat too much if that was the case. No, I'm joking. said nice. I'm joking. But I think the way that I think about it is that, I know this this is not the way most people would think about it, but... The way I approach it is that if I have a goal, um, the taste of something or the the luxury of having something is not the priority. The priority is to get what I need to. It's it's like a job. I think you got to treat it like a job, and I think that's that's how fitness and health has to be treated sometimes. Because if if it, if you treat it like it's your job, like you have to eat this or you're going to get fired. This is your job. And I think that's that's sometimes that's how serious you have to take it because um, it's not easy being in shape. I mean, if you go out, like go to the mall or something, or the beach in the summer or whatever, and see how many people are actually in shape, right? Like how many people would you say? Very small percentage, maybe one, two percent of people are in really, really good shape. Really? Yeah. You think so? Yeah, I would say so. Because I'm not saying some people are just slim, right? That's That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people that actually are in really good shape. It's a very small percentage of people. Well, we've never gone to the beach. I'm just saying, though. 
Actual, well, Mexico doesn't count, but yeah, I guess so. Well, even the Mexico ticket, for example, Waco Beach, how many yeah. people are in really good shape? True. I didn't see one. Really? No. That was including yourself at that point. Right. No offense. Well. And that's when you did work out a lot. At the time, you know what I mean? Like, you weren't dieting or anything. Yeah. And we ate a lot that trip. That's how I feel right now. What do you mean? Like, I feel like I've overstuffed myself to the point, like, I actually can't eat, but I am hungry. But I feel like I shouldn't eat. Like, I don't have the privilege to eat right now. Well, I guess it's time for a diet, though. Okay. I'm going to give you that. Right? Do you, like, do you, like, manifest for the year? Is that, like, something that you, like, you do? I don't understand. What do you mean? What do you mean? You don't, like, manifest what you want for the year? I write it down. Yeah, so that's, like, a way of manifestation. Yeah. But for me, I... I never have a problem reaching goals. For me, I have to make sure that I don't set stuff that's too ridiculous because I would, I would get to the point where I'd block everything out to reach that goal, and I'm, that's not really a healthy way to approach it either. True. So I think by writing stuff down, though, is, is good because I put it on my mirror every morning, and then at least you're held accountable for it, right? Because if you get up and the first thing you see is that goal you're going to be thinking about it right away, right? I think the most thing... Most people, the first thing that they see is, is Instagram or whatever on their phone, right? No. And that doesn't really keep people accountable <laughs> for stuff. Not that I haven't done that either, but I'm just saying that. Well, you don't even sleep with your phone next to you. I try not to. I try not to. Yeah, so if you guys ever need Nick in the midnight hours and he's not working, don't call him. Because he will not answer, even if you need him to. Trust me, I've tried. I said call the home phone if there's an emergency. And I did at one point had to do that. Well, that's what I'm saying. But I don't need the cell phone going off because especially when I work, if I work nights and then I work evenings and then I work days, if there's a time where I need to sleep, then then I really need to sleep. There's no uh, messing around. Yeah, but I put my phone on silent to do that and I'm not dead. Well, I'm just saying. I'm in a really annoying mood today to everyone who's listening and this is not like my usual like podcasting voice I'm usually like so much more lively and just so much more excited about my day but like today I'm just not it's like that awkward like in between Christmas and New Year's that I don't know you don't know like what day it is you know what I'm saying like I'm in a mood that like reflects those no I don't feel that why not not that it's me, a bad thing. I'm just like, your energy is like so much higher than mine today and I just like cannot. And I have to work tomorrow and I just like, like I have to be like this today so I'm not like this tomorrow. But I'm just like, oh, so tired. Do you care? I just feel like every day is the same. I think that people make too big of a deal about it's this season, that season. It, it, I think people make too big of a deal of that. Why? Maybe because the way I work is I don't even know what's a weekday and what's a weekend for me. It's just get up and whatever I have to do that day, that's that's what's going to happen. I don't look at it. It's like, oh, it's a Saturday. It's a Sunday. Either I have to work that day. I have to work out that day. I have whatever else to do that day. And then that's the end of it. I don't think. I think people put way too much into, oh, it's Halloween time. Now I got to eat chocolate or no. it's Christmas time. Why and now do you I gotta have to make it with food when we're talking about it it's not always about food okay well even something else maybe some people are like 
it's Saturday, so I have to sleep in, or it's mm-hmm. Sunday, so I have to watch this on, or whatever else, you know what What's I mean? wrong with that? Some people like structure. You're a very free person. Not a lot of people can do things the way you, not anybody I don't think can do that, because you run on such an odd calendar. Not even just, like, work times for you, but, like, you have no sense of time, aside from when you have to go to work. Aside from when, it, now I've gotten to the point to work, because I, I work so many overnight shifts now, is now I don't even have, um... Like a body clock? Yeah, it's like, whatever I have to do, if it happens at three in the morning, where I have to do this, then that's when it's going to happen. Like, sometimes I, I have to... Um, think about what I say because I'll say I'll message somebody and they'll be uh, have to meet up for something or we have to get something done I'll be like oh uh, can you do it at 12 30 and they'll be like what I have to wake up at six and I'll be like oh I didn't even notice because what the hell do you do at 12 30 at night I'm just saying if I need to talk to somebody about something or you know I've never heard you say that that's the way my body works now because I don't get tired till like Two, three in the morning now, probably. Mm-hmm. So when I have to work day shift, that's. But doesn't uh, it make you? Well, yeah, I've been in that situation too. But doesn't it make you more tired? As I'm saying it, I'm yawning. But doesn't it make you more tired? Like when you go back and forth on days, evenings, nights, days, evenings, nights. Like, doesn't that bother you? I think it doesn't bother me because because of what I just said. Like, <laughs> you got to program your brain. <laughs> You gotta program your brain to brain to not care what day of the week it is, what time it is. If you if you had something to get done, you just gotta do it. But you're not like mentally exhausted from that. No, because no, because so then when I come over and I hang out with you, you're just asleep half the time. Because I need to sleep. But what, what but, about everybody else? But what I'm saying though is, I think that a lot of people what they manifest is they create anxiety for themselves. Mm. So sometimes I'll be I'll be working with somebody at. 2 a.m. on the night shift and they'll be freaking out that they have to wake up at 7. And they'll be, I have to wake up at 7, I have to wake up. And they're freaking out. And I said, this is not helping the situation. Right? I said, just go home, sleep what you can, a couple hours, and just accept it. And then get back to work and then catch up when you can. You know what I mean? And I think some people, like that's just an example, that's just an example, but I think that some people create so much anxiety for themselves yeah when when you just have to go with stuff sometimes sometimes life sometimes you're always not going to get a perfect amount of this or that you just have to go with it right? i know but for a perfectionist such as myself it when it's not perfect like that it that gives me more anxiety on top of the anxiety i have making it perfect does that make sense yes but you're creating all that yourself that's nothing external i know do you have any like aside from like goals that we've talked about like personally on not on this podcast but like any other like goals that you have for next year that we like haven't talked about well there's lots of financial goals that i had for myself as well which this year you you did well i pretty much accomplished what i wanted to more or less Mm -hmm. so next year will be much of the same um Mm. we've been pretty fortunate this year too because uh just with the whole market and stuff, I was able to make some pretty uh, good money off. Sucks. Yeah, with what happened in March with the huge dip, with the lockdown and everything. I, I was able to 
to take advantage of a couple opportunities and make a lot higher percentage returns than I ever would have if it wasn't for that. So I was very thankful for that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I more or less achieved financial goals. So for the next year, I'll just be up in that again. And uh, Do you have, like, any, like, not financial goals? Like, not, no fitness goals. Like, I already, we already talked about that. But, like, anything else aside from, like, those two, like, main portions of your life that you have other goals for that I, we haven't discussed I that think, you'd like to share? I think it's, uh, like, self, self-improvement stuff, right? Like, yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. Because, like... That's what I was going to say. Right? we're like twins. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Because, like, um, um, there's always something that, that could be improved with everybody, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I think the best way to improve with stuff like that is experience most of the time. Right? Like, experience of what, though? So if you're not good at something, yeah. my theory is, like, let's say you're not good um, in crowds, or you're not good at speaking to people. Yeah. Then, in my opinion, a good way to get better is just go do it. Because mm. you're going to learn more. In my opinion, you're going to learn more from when you do stuff and mess up, or you're going to do stuff and you're going to figure out what exactly you don't like about something more than like, like reading books and all that is can help be helpful as well. But I think by throwing yourself into something is going to be much more beneficial. Right. Yeah. Because like I'm finding now that because of the lockdown situation, Mm -hmm. when I go out places, um, people are really starting to irritate me a lot more than they used to. Really? Way more than they used to. Right? You irritate me all the time. You just figured that out? Ha ha ha. No, I'm not laughing. But people, because... um, Spit it out. People become very, like, like nasty about some things. And I don't like... I understand that you have to stay away from people, but I don't like the the attitude that some people have. But do you think that attitude is stemmed from fear, though? Like, fear of going out, fear of being at the mall. You want to be at the mall, but you're scared because you don't know where any of these people have fucking been. Or, you know, you have some people who don't wear their masks properly. Yeah, Nicole, I'm looking at you. Sometimes you don't, and I correct you every moment I have, and I swear I'm going to nail down that nose piece on you. But, you know, like, you just never know. That's why I'm so, like, adamant about you wearing a mask in certain situations because the second you get sick... Think of all the shifts and all the jobs and all the money you would lose out on. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's it's more than just a mask. It's more than just, like, you need to protect your health. And if this is one simple way, one simple way, look at me when I'm talking to you, one simple way, and you just put the mask on your nose, and then you don't get sick, or, you know, there's always chances that you can get sick, but I'm just saying. But do you think, like, my original question is, do you think, that some of that attitude, some of that nastiness stems from fear of people just not knowing or just being over careful and compensating for that. You know what I'm saying? Okay, can I say something then? Can I come from the other end of the perspective then? Sure, Nick. This is not a COVID conversation. I'm just speaking from experience. Yes, this is what worries me about this whole situation. It's why I'm so hesitant about stuff and why I'm so... 
upset that um, that people are becoming so increasingly fearful of other people because let's say for example because I think that the human interaction and human touch and everything is so important because there's so much energy that gets distributed through that yeah so I understand that this virus has affected a lot of people you know obviously um, and everything else has gone along with it but sometimes when you go let's say you're in a country a third world country okay and there's garbage on the side of the streets there's people making food that's completely unsanitary on the side of the road okay. there's really dirty people and when you go to those countries before pre-covid like I you're gar- speaking to terms about like Thailand when you went or something like that or p- people go to India or anything yeah. like that okay. or you know just that's countries just your, like that your experience yes that sometimes on the side of the road let's say that you know you meet somebody and you make friends with them and you hug them and whatever else just normal human interaction right yeah it's hard for me to believe that there's not a massive amount of viruses floating around with these people and you so after this are you is everybody now going to think because after this all happens because I guarantee in those third world countries where there's how much garbage there is we don't see it here and a lot of people that have never been to those countries never seen it but I guarantee there's a massive amount of viruses floating around all the time that are as if as deadly or more deadly than what we're facing right now and that's something that, that that's just the thought that I have that um, that's never stopped anybody before right so I understand what's what's happening right now is obviously awful and there's a lot of people affected in a negative way but I just hope that those interactions in the future will continue to happen that's all I'm, that's all I'm trying to say and that we just want to travel that's what we want to do yeah and where you go when you go travel or when you go somewhere new or what some people live in every day is not is not a clean environment right and now we sanitize everything so much yeah but sometimes even like when you sanitize things too much like you don't build that immunity towards it which is why like i try not to use a lot of sanitizer because it feels like it kills the bacteria mm-hmm. which is fine but then it kills also the good bacteria that's you know for instance on your hands yeah. So I, I tend to, like, wash my hands more than I can. But, like, you know, when you're at the, excuse me, the mall, and then they're like, oh, you need to sanitize before you walk in. Well, you know, okay, fine, whatever. You do it because you want to touch the clothes of Lululemon. But, you know, at the end of the day, when you're doing that in seven, eight, nine stores, like, then people are complaining, you know, your hands are dry. And I get that all the time because the healthcare workers have been doing it for years. Probably sanitize my hands between every patient and I probably see up to 100 and 120 patients a day mm-hmm. you know what I mean but that's just like bacteria side of it I'm just saying that what were we talking about <laughs> yeah and but going with that there's some countries where people like never wear shoes right like people walk around all day and they walk through the slums and they walk through swamps and you can't that's very hard for Isn't me to believe good for your feet though yeah but it's very hard for me to believe that there's not viruses floating around during that right? yeah that you're saying are more complicated than what we're facing now I would say so and not to say that obviously in those poor countries people die from those all the time but yeah they also there's also a lot of people that live with 
all that, right? So. Sorry, what were we talking about? Personal goals. <laughs> yeah, and then we got a little bit off track. <laughs> right? Which is not far out of the usual for us. Yeah, which is okay. I think that was important to bring up that point. So. Yeah. Is there anything else? No. That you like want to focus on next year? Other than loving me? Not much. Oh. For those who didn't see that, he just gave me a wicked side eye. Yeah. What's wrong with that? I think for people, it's just, it's very important that the way I take it every day, and I think it's really that just every, you can win something every day, right? So whether that's to walk 10 minutes that day or something, if you keep winning stuff every day, you keep piling up the wins, right? And then all of a sudden you get 20, 30 wins, 40 wins, and all of a sudden you start changing a lot, right? Whatever you want to do. It's just about small wins, small wins every day, right? Yeah, and those wins can be, you know, whatever you want them to be, like. Yeah, they could be reading 10 pages of a book or walking 10 minutes or saving an extra 10 to ten hundred or something like that, right? There can always so. be, there can always be uh, little goals, right, that, that, that can be accomplished. And I think that pretty much everybody can do them, right? Right. You can ask me what mine are. What do you mean? Well, I just asked you a question. You're not gonna ask me that. Yeah. What are yours? I don't know. I was thinking about that actually. I don't know. I I think I'm a type of person that I like. I overwhelm myself with like a lot of information, and then I have a hard time deciding on what I want to do. Does that make sense? Yeah. There's also a lot of information nowadays with all the internet stuff that you can search anything up, right? Yeah. I just, like, want to do more, like, self-care. And not in a sense of, like, facials and Botox and all that shit, but, like, just more, like, like, I, I want to try therapy this year. I want to see if that will help. Not, like, with anything, like, traumatic. Like, let's not be, you know, dramatic about it. I'm not facing anything too traumatic, but there are things that are, were traumatic to my life that I think play a role in the way I act and do things today which sometimes is not in a good way I haven't seen that a lot more lately so I think I have to take that into consideration it's a good idea but last year I actually did like a monthly goal thing where like well okay let's not say last year but like for the first three months of this year <laughs> that I did like instead of doing goals for the whole year I did goals by month so I wasn't overwhelmed because I find that if I do something like that for the whole year, it's not it's not achievable for me. Because after a couple of weeks, I'm like bored and then I change them and then they don't work. So like last year I did like, or no, how did I do it? I did like yearly goals that I was to do monthly. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I tried to read one book a month, which actually didn't happen at all. <laughs> so I have like six books here that I probably should read. And then, I can't remember what else. What about the one book a month? That would be easier if you just made the goal of 10 pages a day, right? Yeah, I guess so. Because that seems like not much, because then that would only take 15 minutes Yeah, it's almost like, here's your, like, here's your year goal, and then it's, like, breaking it down into, like, days. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I have to break it down like a math equation, almost, even though I'm not good at math. So that was something that I liked for the first couple months last year. And then after the pandemic, I was completely, I even actually went to the gym. I didn't go every day, but I went most days for the first couple months of the year because I moved to a new gym. I enjoyed it. 
Everybody knows that I tan before I go to the gym because that's the way I get myself there and that's just what works for me. But I also did personal training at the beginning of the year. Yeah, I don't know. I just have to take care of myself more. I feel like I like I do in senses of like um like facials and stuff like that, but I don't do it in more like a depth. Like obviously, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of working out and I know that it's something that I should do. But like it's hard for me to do. I don't know why the gym gives me like such anxiety that I literally cannot function and take myself off the treadmill. It's like I'm glued to one space. I cannot I I it really sets me off to an anxiety that I can't even talk about. And for no reason, nothing's ever happened happened at the gym. Something about it just gives me this great anxiety that it just and especially after COVID and it's not I'm not scared to go back to the gym because of COVID. I'm using it as an excuse right now. I'll probably have till like January 6th to do so or 4th or whatever. Because I need a couple days after New Year's to like, you know, get myself prepared. And I also can't start things in the middle of the week. I have to start them on a Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Something about the gym makes me super anxious. Well, maybe some of your listeners have the same problem. What about it makes you anxious, though? I don't know. I just don't like, like, I always, and I know people are not staring at me, but I feel like people are staring at me, and that gives me anxiety, because I'm very self-conscious about the way I look right now, and it gives me anxiety. Like, if I could go there in, like, really baggy sweatpants and a really big top so no one could see me, and, like, if I could have, like, Harry Potter's invisible cloak, then I would work out. So just work out in baggy clothes, then? Yeah, but then I look bigger than I am. Who cares? I know. I don't know. And I'm like, it bothers me that I'm like this because I actually genuinely don't give a fuck about anybody else and like what they have to say to me or about me because there are people in this world who have tried to give me their opinion and I just, I don't really give a shit. I'm not like that. You know what I mean? Just say yes because people can't see your head nod. Well, when I, when I get ready for competitions, I know that I... Okay, you've gotten ready for one competition. Easy. I don't take hoodies off for the whole time. I don't take sweatpants and hoodies off for the whole time because I feel like when you're working on something um, like that, this is a pretty abstract way to look at it, but it's like your body's like, like a piece of art, right? So when you're, when you're, that's so artistic of you, when you're making it, Mm -hmm. like when you're sculpting it per se, okay, you don't want to show anybody until the work's done, right? So it's like. In Rizzo's, Rizzo terms. Keeping the car in the garage until it's done. Pretty much. So if that, yeah, if you can think about I it like that, so. that might help you as well. So if you want to keep covered up until you've reached your goals in that sense, then it's really nobody else's business. It's, no, it's nobody else's business to see your progress. I mean, I guess so. Right? I don't know. Just something about the gym gives me a lot of anxiety, but I'm going to try and tackle it this year. I feel like with the help of like, and I'm just going to get not personal but like give my business but like I feel like with the help of like my natural path maybe like a little bit of therapy like I might be able to like do it because you're gonna help me you also got to think that what's the worst that can happen I mean I know nothing and I guess nothing but I always think of things in the sense of what's the worst that can happen so if you're going to do something like if you're gonna go go do an activity and the worst that can happen the worst that can happen is that you're going to get killed. Well, then, okay, then that's probably a pretty risky activity. 
Yeah, like I'm not jumping out of a plane. Yeah, here. but if it's something where the worst, if you think about the worst scenario in your mind and it's not that bad, yeah, then you should probably just go do it. Yeah, I guess so. And then what's really going to happen? And for people that think that people care about them a lot and are going to judge them, from what I've seen, people will look at you and judge you for maybe 10 to 15 seconds and then they'll move on with their day. Because people really don't care about other people that much. In that well, that's in that sense. I actually don't give a shit about people. In that sense. In that I mean. sense. Yeah. Well, obviously people care about people in the caring no, way. I, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying in the judging way. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, so I don't know. I think I just need to take care of myself more. I feel like I run, I can burn myself out really easily. When it comes to work. Like I prior, prioritize work, obviously, because that's what pays my bills. And that's how I get to do these activities and pay for these people. But, you know what I mean, sometimes... Actually, if anything, this year has taught me is that I need to take care of myself, and I probably have had more sick days in the last, I don't know, since September, because I'm not... When I'm having... I'm not having a good day, or I know that I need a break, you know? I mean, I'm very grateful that my work has these sick days that I'm able to use for these specific types of situations, um, but I've just noticed that I've used them a lot more this year than I have in the last three years that I've worked. And I don't know if that's a pandemic thing. I don't know if it's a me thing or that I've just done a lot. Like I say I've done a lot this year, but like, I can't recall one of those things I've done, but like my day to day, I feel like is still very busy. Don't you think? Yeah. So maybe a good thing to do with that is eliminate all the clutter, right? Just do what we need to do every day. But like what is considered clutter? Because, you know, no offense, but what's clutter to you might not be clutter to me. Clutter could be social media. Clutter could be Netflix. Yeah. Clutter could be... But I also see those stuff. sometimes as my self-care. Like, I just I just want to sit here and watch my housewives, and, and that's all I want to do until I fall asleep. And that's self-care to me. That's clutter to you. Does that make sense? Maybe so. But... If you're if you get anxiety about reaching a goal or you want to reach a certain goal, and then there's a lot of stuff in the way that's keeping you away from this goal, mm-hmm. said stuff needs to be moved to the side because then that's cluttered, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, no, you're right. I know you're looking at me like that. Is that it? What else do you have to say? We have any listener questions? No, we have no listener questions. I should I have not, asked my friends. I didn't ask any. I didn't ask anybody for questions for you. Oh, this should've. was just a me and you thing. Should have asked my friends for what? Some questions about what? I like the Q and A's. Those are my favorites. The I have a question for me, for you, from me. Yes. Do you love me? Yeah. Nicholas. Uh, we're live on air. That's so mean. Okay, well, I'm gonna go beat the shit out of Nick. We're gonna look, we're gonna go. We're gonna go. Well, I'm not sure where we're going, but we're gonna log off of this. Yeah. So let's wish everybody good luck yes, with their, their goals. Their New Year goals. Well, not so much good luck because I don't think it really has to do with oh luck. Oh my god, that was rude. But the strength. To follow through on what people are going to do. Okay, Mr. Well-Spoken. We'll, let my, we'll ask my friends again what they think no, the No, because, you know, I, I do these solo episodes sometimes, and I work my ass off on them because it's not easy to sit there and talk 
for 20 minutes, you come on twice ever. You were like, oh my god, Nick, you're so well-spoken. That was such a good episode with your boyfriend. It's like, shut up, everybody. <laughs> shut up. What can I say? What can we say? Okay. All right. Thank you. Welcome. Kiss. Okay. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye. You don't have any last words? No. No. Okay. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. This is my last episode until I chat with you guys in the new year. And I just want to take this moment to thank everyone for their support in this journey with me. Thank you to everyone who shared for the Holiday Food Bank give back. I will be dropping off those donations this week to the Vancouver Food Bank, which I'm so excited for. So just thank you to everybody who did that. And if you haven't left a rate review and subscribe to the podcast, head over to anywhere you get your podcasts and get that done. When you guys do that, you support me as a podcaster and you just help review the podcast for anybody else who wants to listen. So if you love me, I'm pulling the card. If you guys love me enough, please do it. (laughs) And yeah, until next year, leave spilling the tea to me. Happy New Year, everyone. I hope you guys have a blessed New Year. I know 2020 was a shit storm, but I'm not going to say 2021 will be our year, but sending love to everybody who needs it. Happy New Year, everyone. Whether you host a nightly dinner party for two or five, keeping your eating and dining area clean helps keep your mind on the dinner party and not on the cleanup afterwards. Viva paper towels clean like cloth, trapping splatters and sauces that could become countertop stains or stuck on messes. And they're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. For an exceptional cloth-like paper towel, there's Viva. Visit vivatowels.com to soak up the clean feeling of home. Start a rewarding new career right away. Giant Eagle has immediate openings for supermarket positions, including curbside roles, get-go positions, pharmacy technicians, and warehouse workers. To find your new job and get hired in as little as one day, visit jobs.gianteagle.com.